Tonight we're going to be talking about things that we want more of. We want more, like, when you had that nice, whatever it was, chicken snack or whatever from Bamboo Shack, and you know, and you know, I know it's a chicken snack. You want more? Here's an example. You have a, this is a nice Happy Meal, right? It's nice, yeah. It ain't disgusting, right? You would eat that, right? But would that fill you? You want more, right? You want more, right? So you want a biggie size that, right? That's what I'm talking about. All right, all right. Let's have the next one. Let's have the next one. Ladies, ladies, they nice shoes, right? I mean, don't, don't blame me. My sister, my sister tell me they're nice, so I mean, to go blame her. But I mean, they just they, they get good shoes, right? But y'all should know better than me. That's way better, right? That way better. That's way better than just one pair of shoes, right? All right, let's go. That's a nice, that's a cool. God want us to have that car. That's a nice car, right? But guess what? We all know we want to wake up in that brand new Bugatti. Everybody knows we want to wake up in that brand new. And now we have, finally, the iPhone 5. We have the iPhone 5. Now, everybody knows all these Apple people, they want more. So what do we give them? But that's the same thing. Hey, and that's the same thing? I mean, give me the next one. Anyway, the point of all of that is, the point of all of that is to say that, yes, we all want more. We want more of things. We want to have the best. We want to be the best. We want to do more. But the problem with that is, is that we want more things, but we don't want more of the right things. Because how it works is, when people in this day and age, people want so much more things, like they want more money, they're ready to kill people for money. They're ready to steal and do whatever they can to get more money. Y'all, y'all dudes ready to do everything just to get that one Honda Accord so y'all can drive around and see y'all fresh, right? Okay, that's how the world works. And the reason, the reason why we work like that is because those things aren't that important in life. Yeah, it's good to have a car. Yeah, it's good to have these things. But they're not really important. You don't really need some of these things to survive and sustain. And so the problem with that is inside us we have sin. Sin is pulling us away from God, pulling us all the way from God. And the sin within us, our sin nature, is pulling us from everything God wants us to be and all he wants, us, wants best for us. And on top of that, we have the world on the outside pulling us away from what God wants us to be. So between ourselves, within ourselves, our sin nature, and the world pulling us from God, we have this confusion. And we end up getting confused on what is really important. And so we end up getting um, shifted toward these things like cars and whatever, all the flashy things in life, instead of focusing on what is really important to us as Christians. Now, for us as Christians, if you call yourself a believer, we should be wanting more things as well, because God gives us this passion, this desire to want to be more, want to do more, want to have more. But as Christians, the things that we want is completely different from what the world wants. We should be wanting things to help us be better in our faith. We should be wanting things to help us grow, grow closer to God, and be a better Christian for so we can give glory to God, because that's why he made us. God made us so we could give glory to him. Right. So God made us so we could give glory, he, we could give glory to him. Now, yes, that's great. We, it's, all, it's good to be a good Christian. It's always good to be a good Christian. But why? Why? Anybody want to answer that question? Why do you want to be a good Christian? Anybody? 
So you get into heaven, right? That's, that's it? Just so you get into heaven? To be a good Christian? You're already a Christian. You're ready to go into heaven. Why worry about it? Here's the answer right here. So we're going to have the text we put on the screen. Now, this is completely different from what I have in my notes because you don't have the computer is under renovation, as y'all could tell. So we are using a different version of here. I want to read a different thing. So as I pull up my notes for you, we will get right into that. Anyway, as that loads, we are in Second Peter, verses chapter one, verses three through eleven. I wanted to read off of this. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through a knowledge of Him who called us, who called us by His own glory and goodness. Next slide. Through these, He has given us every great and precious promise so that through them you may participate in the divine nature having escaped from the corruption in this world caused by evil desires. Next slide. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, Mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love. For if you possess these qualities, and in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from past sins. I mean, just forget you're a Christian. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election, for if you do these things, you will never stumble, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, that's what y'all are saying, getting to heaven, but there's a lot more between that that we're going to get to right now. Now, first of all, Peter, who's writing this to the church, because he's actually talking to people, Peter he starts off by saying that God has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Everything we need to go about this life as a Christian the best way possible. He's given it to us right there in the Bible. All you have to do is read and look through Jesus Christ. Now, because we know this now, because we know that he's given us everything we need for life and godliness, that is, taking your test or doing whatever, he's given us everything we have now the responsibility to add to our faith. Next, yeah. Through these, he has given us every great and precious promise so that you may now participate in the divine nature and escape from the corruption of the world caused by evil desires. Next slide. For this very reason, because he has given us everything, make every effort to add to your faith. Because he has given us everything, we have to make it a point to make sure that we exercise and we practice these things he is telling us right here. That's virtue, self-control, steadfastness, that's faithfulness, perseverance, loyalty, that kind of thing, godliness, 
brotherly affection or brotherly kindness, as some people call it, and love. Now, I don't know if any of y'all know this, but these things ain't the easiest things to do. Tell me if I lie. Okay, if you want to go to the party, right? You want to go to a party. And you be like, oh, this ain't nothing wrong. I just go tell my parents, oh, I can go to this party. Yeah, solo, right? Hey, mommy, daddy, I want to go to this party, right? It, it could be solid, so, I mean, all my friends go and I could be safe. And your parents look at you and be like, no. How easy is it to be like, mom, mommy, what's wrong with you? And it's only some party, all my friends go there. Hey, mommy, tell them that everything. Like, it's, that, it's easy like that, right? It's that easy. But that is where you're supposed to be exercising your self-control. You're supposed to be like, okay, I understand mommy and daddy. I love you so much. Thank you for being a great parent to me. I'll go to my room and read. No, you don't have to say it like that. But I mean, to that effect. <laughs> but yeah, but that's a perfect example of where you should exercise the self-control that you should have been studying in the Word of God because He has given us everything we need. And so, because of that, we have everything we need, and we have the guidelines and the specific things that we should focus on so that we can live a good Christian life, a godly life, the best that we can be. We want more. We want to add these things to our faith already because being a Christian just isn't enough. We want to add more to that so that we can be the best. All right? Now, in verse 9, things, the tone kind of changes because now... Peter is talking about what it means if you don't apply these things. And it says, verse 9, okay, yeah. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Now, this is really important because what it's basically saying is that because, yes, you're a Christian, all right, that's cool, but... There's no evidence of that in your life. There's no, nobody knows that you're a Christian. For, for, you don't even know when you're a Christian according to this verse. So you're kind of just walking through life, dead, emotionless. And you've, you know you're a Christian, but you don't feel like you're a Christian because you're not exercising the things that you should be as a Christian, as love, brotherly, kindness, and all that good stuff. And so some people in, who go through this, they end up being in depression and they just because they're walking through life hopeless because Jesus Christ is our hope and he is the reason why we live as Christians and without that knowledge and not other reasons for doing so we're just kind of going through life dead and emotionless and people get really depressed in times like this and other people just simply go back into the ways of the world and just do everything and anything that's gonna make them feel like they're they're important things and feel that they're living in life and so because of that they end up doing a lot of things that they may regret in the end, and then in the end they feel hopeless as well and depressed too. So it's very important that we exercise these things because these are important for us being a good Christian, yes, but also to confirm that to ourselves and to others that we are truly believers. Now, yeah, okay, so... But Peter is simply saying to avoid all of that heartache and pain and that feeling of hopelessness and lostness. He's saying to just exercise these principles. Exercise them. That means you don't have to 
He's not saying do, because you cannot do it perfectly. We're not perfect. But he has give God, he has given us everything we need, as we read earlier, for life. And so we do have the instructions on how to live that way. And so we have to exercise and practice. You don't become the best basketball player overnight. You don't become the best singer overnight. It all takes practice and time. And so that's what our Christian walk is supposed to be about. Us practicing these things that he mentions and getting better at them and better at them so we can become more like Christ and more godly as he instructs us to do so we can bring glory to God. Now, Verse 10, Peter says again, to try your best. Be your best. Be all that you can be. All right? You have to be the best that you can be. Why? Because you can be sure of the faith that is within you. You can be sure of your confirm of your calling and election. That means you can be sure you're saved. You can be sure yeah, that you are going to have an assumption simply put it. You can be sure of that. And if you do these things, you will not stumble. If you practice these things, you will continue to live successfully through Jesus Christ. And verse 11 simply sums it all up and says, And you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the end, you will go to heaven. Because yes, you're already a Christian, but that's just the end goal. You have an entire life to live. What are you going to do with it? It's very important that you remember these qualities that Peter mentions in here because these are the things we must practice in order to show that we are Christians, in order to show others that we are saved by Jesus Christ and bring glory to God and hope in hopes to actually bring more people to Jesus Christ. And so also because and practice these things also to confirm your faith to yourself instead of living a hopeless dead, pointless life, even though you're a Christian. And so it's very important they remember these things because without those, those are what a Christian does. And if you don't do them, the question comes to you, how do you know yourself if you're a Christian? And that's a very scary place to be because you don't know where your eternity lies. So that is going to wrap it up for this time.